Hey y'all, it's your girl EJ, the Travel Diva, and welcome to the Erica James Travel Show. You are listening to episode 21. Can you believe it? I've done 21 episodes. I'm so excited. So today I just really wanted to dive into my travel story and my background, why I travel and how I travel several times a year. I just wanted to open up and let y'all know and get some insight a little bit about me. So let's do the damn thing today and let's cue that intro and get this thing started. You don't have to quit your nine to five to travel the world and travel well. Don't believe me? Then keep listening to the Erica James Travel Show. Erica James is the travel diva who's got you covered. You're about to receive the latest scoop and insider travel secrets and tips that will make your next trip your best trip. Erica isn't only going to inspire you to travel, she's going to make you a better traveler. Now, let's start the show. Okay, y'all. So like I said, we're going to dive into a little bit of my background and my story on this episode. Now, I've been traveling since I was a little girl. And when I say traveling, I use that word lightly. I grew up a child of divorce. So my traveling as a young age started with my mom putting me on a plane to my dad to the other side of the United States. I'm here in Nashville. My dad is in California. So I was on the plane flying by myself as a little girl. And that's back in the day. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they still do this where, you know, you were assigned to a flight attendant and my dad had to show his ID to pick me up on the other side. You know, my mama put me on the plane. Wait till I got on the plane. You sat in a specific seat and the flight attendant, she kept an eye on you. And then you got off the plane with her. And my dad had to show his ID and everything had to match up to make sure he was who he said he was and I could leave with him. So that's how my travel started. And that's how I also started traveling by myself. Now, as I think about it, that could be the reason why I'm okay with flying by myself because I've been doing it since I was a child. And I said I used word travel lightly since I was a child because that was the extent of my travel, especially in the summers was, you know, I went to school in Nashville during the school year. And then the summer, wherever my dad was stationed, he is a retired Marine now, but wherever my dad was stationed, that's where I went for the summer and stayed with my dad in the summer. My major trips of the year consisted of the classic football game in Atlanta every year where Tennessee State University was playing whoever that year at the classic game in Atlanta. That was the big trip of the year, the major trip of the year. It sounds so ridiculous right now. But at the time, back in the day, 
That was your major vacation of the year. That was your trip of the year was from Nashville to Atlanta for the classic football game. Or like in my college days too, the big trip of the year was Freaknik. Now, don't judge me. I'm not ashamed to talk about that. Truly, Freaknik was the big trip of the year as well. That was every year in April. And I didn't miss that in my younger days. I mean, it was lit. It was on point. And shout out to everybody who went to Freaknik and so sorry for those who did not get to experience it once they stopped having it. But those were my two major trips of the year. So my major destination of the year was Atlanta, Georgia. And that's why I say I use the term traveling since I was a little girl lightly because it wasn't any major trips. Nor did I know anyone who took any major trips. And I know you've heard me talk about this in other episodes, but You know, when we went back to school, when the school year started from being on summer vacation, we never talked about we were on a cruise or we went to Paris or we were in the Caribbean at an all-inclusive resort with our family on a summer vacation. That wasn't happening in the hood. I didn't know anybody who took those kind of trips and I sure wasn't taking those kind of trips. My trips consisted of Atlanta for Freaknik and the TSU football games, going to my dad's in the summer, wherever he was stationed and, you know, pretty much hanging around in the house, you're not doing anything big and major. You know, that was vacation. I didn't start taking a major trip until I was well in my adulthood. But first, let me back up and say that also, you know, once I got out of college and I started working, I don't know about you all, but there are a lot of us in this world that you come out of college in debt. You have credit cards out the ass. You are in debt. I was in so much debt that, you know, I finally gave up my apartment. I moved back home. I got me a financial planner and he helped me get rid of credit card debt, student loans, car note. I mean, he pretty much changed my life. He really did. I big shout outs to financial planners. If you can get you one, I mean, in my life and speaking from my own experience, it was life changing. I am the person who I am today because of the financial planner. So I was able to get out of debt. I was able to save money. I was able to buy a house. And then at that point, you know, I didn't think about traveling because that wasn't what I grew up with. So I wasn't really used to it. It wasn't until my dad had a trip scheduled for Africa with his wife. Now, my dad's wife, she is a go-getter. She travels a lot. She's not going to let anybody hold her back. She is going to get out there and travel regardless if someone goes with her or not. So I think that's what inspired him to travel because he says now he doesn't want to travel anymore. He's done enough in the military. That's not real traveling. That's work. But he had a trip scheduled to Africa with her and he decided he didn't want to go. And of course, being the boss she is, she went on without him. He got his money back for the trip and he decided to invest that money in myself and my two sisters. He decided to pour that money into us and 
have us go on a sister's cruise. Now, this is at the point in life, and I say, when God is using you for something, you need to recognize and let him use you because you don't know how that's going to bless somebody else in life. Because my dad decided he didn't want to go on this trip to Africa. He sent my sisters and I on a cruise together. That completely change the whole direction of my life. And I am so thankful for that moment in time. And although people probably say, you didn't want to go to Africa, you cancel your trip to Africa. Him canceling that trip was such a blessing to me. And he probably is probably saying to himself now, it was money well spent then if it changed my daughter's life and it was a blessing for her. That was my first cruise that my dad paid for my sisters and I to go on. I took that cruise after I started my travel agency. I decided to start a travel agency because I used to plan the trips that my family and I went on, like the Atlanta trips. I was in charge of planning that and the Freaknik trips. That was me. And then I also like to be organized in detail. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I can start a travel agency start my own travel business and see how this goes. And then I started to realize, okay, you need to travel (laughs) to have a travel business. But I started that travel business anyway. See, you just don't know what God is doing in your life. You just got to go for it and the rest will follow. He's not going to give you a vision without giving you the plan and the resources and put you in a position to make it happen. You just got to go for it. He's going to take care of the rest. And that's what he did with my dad not going to Africa and giving us this trip on this cruise. My first cruise, my first passport was in my 30s. It opened my eyes. It was a game changer in my life and also in my travel business. So once I took my first cruise, I mean, I got a taste of this is life. This is living. I can see the world. I'm having a great time. There's beaches. There's food, there's drinks, there's culture, there's music. I mean, I am open up to a whole new world. So now I have been bitten by the travel bug, you know? So like I said, it was a game changer. It was an eye opening. So at this point, I've started my travel business and then I discovered this thing called FAMS, Familiarization Trips. This is when travel companies like Delta Vacations, Southwest Vacations, resorts and everything, they want you to come out and experience their resorts, their vacations so that you can recommend this to your clients. They want you out there because if you enjoy it and you promote it and then you want your clients to experience the same thing that you do. But quickly, I realized that travel ain't free and being a travel agent doesn't get you free travel. You have to actually sell 
and serve your clients in order to be invited on these free trips. And they're not really free. You still got to pay taxes. Sometimes they tell you, we'll take care of all the land. You just get there. So you got to buy air. I mean, it's truly not 100% free. But if you're not out here selling travel, doing the work, serving your clients and being the best travel agent you can be, you're not invited on these trips and you are not getting this free travel. So, you know, I've gotten myself out of debt. I've started a travel business, but my travel business isn't making any money. I mean, I'm just starting the travel business, so I'm not making any money yet. So where's that money coming from? Okay, so it's coming from my own pockets. And at this time, when I started my travel agency, I'm still working my nine to five. I'm still at my full time job. So as I'm selling travel, it's when I started learning about the power of planning early and creating a budget. And at this time, once I started my travel business, I never knew ahead of time that you can put a deposit down on an all-inclusive vacation or a cruise and make payments on it. And then you get to go on a vacation. So, you know, once I get in my travel business, I just started learning this. That's why I try to go out of my way now to try to teach people, to educate people on the power of starting early with your vacation, making a deposit and making payment plans so you can vacation how you want a vacation and get the vacation that you want and that you deserve. So then I started making a plan like these are the places that I want to hit every year. These are the couple of destinations that I want to go to every year. I want to try to do something different every year so I can gain that experience and that knowledge and, you know, develop my skills as a travel agent and as a traveler and learn more. And like I said, I started traveling, being able to travel two to three times a year based on the fact that I planned early and I made a budget. And like I told you, I wasn't making money at the time of my travel business. So this was coming out of my pocket, out of my nine to five job. So not only did I have to make a budget, but I had to be committed to making a travel savings account and applying that and being disciplined because this is what was important to me. Taking vacations was important to me. Once I got a taste of that first one, I was like, boom, I can do this. I want this in my life. I need this in my life. This is changing me as a person. So therefore, I had that motivation to create that savings account, to stick to that budget, to make sure I put money away every payday to a travel fund so that I can travel how I wanted to and how many times I wanted to a year. Because I'm going to admit to y'all, I'm just not that girl. I'm not willing to do what it takes to travel free and to travel on $25 a day. No, I hear those Instagram, YouTube, internet stories all the time. Let me show you how I can travel free, how I travel on $25, $50 a day, and I can travel the world. No, 
not EJ the Travel Diva, not me. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. And I'm not going to let anybody shame me into feeling bad about the fact that I like to travel well. I want to be safe. And I'm not interested in sleeping in hostels with four or five people in one room that I don't know. I'm not interested in getting on some chicken coop truck, no run down beat up bus with a bunch of weirdo people to get from destination to destination to save a buck. Not me. It's not me. And there's a million people out there in the world that that's how they make their living. That's how they make their money on telling people how they can travel the world on $25, $50 a day. That's not me. I don't want to do it. I am cautious, not saying that they're not, but I'm cautious. I take safety seriously and I like to be comfortable when I travel. I don't like to be inconvenienced. And that's me. That is me and I'm not ashamed of it and I am not sleeping in a hostel. I'm not couch surfing on some stranger's couch. It ain't happening. You know, I like to make sure that I'm as safe as possible and I'm not setting nobody up to stick me for my riches and I ain't setting nobody up to shank me or whatever in my sleep or I I ain't doing it. That's just not me. So therefore, my strategy was create myself a savings account, you know, apply my money to this savings account for travel so that I can travel the way I want to. And because it was important to me, then, you know, I wasn't out here like living for the Joneses. My car, y'all, to date as of this recording is 17 years old. It runs good. It ain't never broke down on me. And I could. I'm in a good position now, thanks to my financial planner. I'm in a good position. I can go out and buy me a car. I don't want to because it's not important to me and I don't care. What's important to me is that I can travel the world and travel several times a year and live the life that I want to live because I'm making those sacrifices in other areas of my life and I'm contributing to a travel fund. So that I can be the person I want to be. Okay, so I may have gotten off on a little bit of tangent right there on being safe and couch surfing and being unsafe when you travel. But anyway, let me get back on track. So once I started traveling several times a year, then I started to recognize a change in myself with each and every trip. I was becoming someone new and I'm telling y'all, I liked it. I really enjoyed Vacation Erica and that's what I call her, Vacation Erica. Vacation Erica is totally different from Reality Erica and I just love Vacation Erica. She's just so relaxed and she's not as organized and on a strict schedule and everything is got to be in place and perfect. She's just a relaxed person. She's creative. She has such great ideas. I mean, I just love Vacation Erica. And I just love that when I come back from my travels and my journeys, that I bring a little piece of Vacation Erica back with me and I incorporated that into my life. I'm telling you, nothing has 
ever been the same in me or in my life since I decided to travel. It's the little things like when I'm on vacation, I truly enjoy having coffee in the morning out on that balcony looking over the ocean. Now, I'm in Nashville. There's no ocean here. But you know what vacation Erica brought back to reality, Erica? Having coffee outside. So now in the mornings, I have my coffee sitting on my back porch. And although I'm looking at trees, I can still hear the wind. I can feel the breeze on my skin. I can hear the birds chirping and everything. I have that. I enjoy the outside now that I'm at home because before travel, I didn't do that. Vacation Erica is slowly chasing reality Erica. Vacation Erica loves being at an all-inclusive resort at an open-air restaurant and having dinner or lunch with a great view. Now, Vacation Erica brought that back to reality, Erica. And now Reality Erica also has breakfast outside on her back porch or has dinner and lunch on her back porch, especially during COVID. Y'all, I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner on that back porch with that good weather that we're having this spring, summer. Vacation Erica is slowly chipping away at reality Erica and I like it and I'm not going to fight it. I love the things that Vacation Erica is bringing to Reality Erica and how Vacation Erica is changing Reality Erica for the better. And that is all due to traveling. Now, one thing I'm not going to do is apologize for traveling several times a year or even traveling by myself. That's one thing I'm not going to do. I truly used to feel guilty. I kid y'all not, and I know y'all may think this sounds crazy, but I truly used to feel guilty to my core when I traveled more than once or twice, three times a year. I even got to the point where I did not even want to bring it up that I was headed on another vacation, another adventure. I really just didn't want to tell anybody because I was feeling guilty because other people were not traveling like I was traveling. And it probably had nothing to do with those people. They probably could care less. I don't know. It was just something internally going on with me that I felt guilty because other people were not experiencing life that I was experiencing. And so I was starting to feel guilty. And then at some point, I came to the realization that I'm no longer going to feel guilty. It's not my fault. It's not my burden. It's not my cross to bear. Other people can do what I'm doing. They can travel like I travel. They can budget like I budget. They can get out of debt. They can come up with a plan, a strategy. They can save money. They can do all the things that I am doing. And it's not like I'm keeping any of these secrets to myself. I live to teach people how to travel and travel well and take the hassle out of travel and to use their vacation days and travel several times a year. So I'm constantly putting that information out there and it's not my responsibility to make people take that information. And if they don't take it, then I have to let that go. I can internalize that and I cannot stop living my best life and doing what I want to do because those around me or 
those following me on Instagram or Facebook or what have you are not doing the same thing because it's not my issue. And I'm pretty sure they probably could care less, you know? I don't know why I was internalizing that, but, you know, I think sometimes you feel that way and it could be just a natural feeling. And at some point I had to learn to honestly let that go and not worry myself so much about other people and live the life that I want to live and be the person that I want to live. Because when I was traveling, it made me feel some type of way. And that type of way, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I liked that feeling and I wanted more of it. So truly, you all, the whole point of this episode was really not only to let you know where I started from, to let you know I truly started in debt. OMG, I was so embarrassed about that. The first time I met with the financial planner, I didn't even want to tell him or show him my financials. That's how embarrassed I was. But I got out of that debt and that's a blessing in itself and a great testimony. I got out of that debt. I was disciplined and I got it done. Not only that, I also wanted to let you all know in this episode too that you can travel several times a year. You just have to start early. You have to create a plan and create a budget. And it's okay to put it down a deposit. And it's okay to make payments every week, every payday, every month, every quarter. However, you got to get it done. You get it done so that you can travel the way you want to travel. And then also, it's okay if no one wants to travel with you. Listen to episode number 19 and see how I decided to go forward on that solo travel journey on my own and just do it and go for it and not let anybody hold me back. If you can't find anybody to travel with, then find something inside of you that's going to help you to get out there and to experience what you want to experience without the company of other people because not being able to travel by yourself and waiting on others to finally catch up to your mentality, your goals and your dreams, you're going to be waiting a long time and you may miss out. So you got to find something deep inside you that's going to help you to get out there and travel on your own if no one else will travel with you. And then finally, embrace what travel has to offer you to teach you and to help you grow as a person because it's true what they say. Travel will truly change who you are as a person. And it's only my goal and my hopes and dreams that you like the change that you are experiencing and feeling from travel. Now, I hope this episode was a blessing for you. And I truly hope that it inspired you and you got something out of it, even if it was a motivation, a small idea, a different change in your life, a different direction. I just hope you took something away from this episode to make you a better traveler, a better person, or whatever this episode was meant to speak to you on, I hope it spoke to you. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, bless me by giving me a rating on iTunes, leaving a comment in the section on iTunes. It would help me so much. Greatly appreciate it. And again, I truly hope you got at least one takeaway from this episode that inspired you 
to travel and live your best life. That's it for me, y'all. Peace out, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.